Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. There it goes. <laughs> All right. I think. Hey, good. you did it. I did it. Totally <laughs> didn't just clean my room in five seconds right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. Okay. You know, you ever see um, these uh, people that post videos and pictures on Instagram where like they're in their bedroom and the whole back is like messed up. They got clothes laying everywhere and shit. And I swear some of those get the like just so many people like those videos or pictures. I think because it just shows, hey, uh, you know, my shit ain't perfect, you know? Yeah. I got you. Mine was well, a little too uh, too real, you know? So. <laughs> too <laughs> so I'm real. I'm good now. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So what uh, – can I call you Crisis? Is that – Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Because the drop dead – drizzle man mm-hmm. that's a tongue twister like crazy for me i was actually practicing that at work today i was like no nope, fuck it i can't do it i can't say it <laughs> yeah all Crisis right is, fine. is that your um is that your nickname for like uh on the field and yeah pretty much my call sign if you will call sign yeah mm-hmm. okay how'd you get that i honestly have no idea it came about like even before I played airsoft, it was just my nickname um, spelt kind of the same way my name is spelt: C R Y. Yeah. Crystal crisis. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. My whole life is a crisis anyway, so. <laughs> I was sense. gonna say <laughs> they gave you that nickname because you were uh, always having drama or something. Uh, oh, she's yeah. always in crisis mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, uh, yeah, that's cool. I, um, I, so on your Instagram, I saw the drop dead drizzle and then I saw the, um, tech city something, whatever. Is that, is that tech your, city girl? Yeah. Is that yours as well? <clears throat> yeah. That's me as well. That's what I thought. Okay. So when I went to go through, cause I had messaged you about being on the podcast like a while ago. Uh-huh. And when I went to go check it, I was like, wait a minute. That looks like her because I saw one of your posts from your mm, that tax city uh-huh. whatever, and um, I was like, and I clicked on that one and looked at the messages. And I was like, oh shit, where I couldn't find the mess. I thought I deleted it or did something. I was like, uh-huh. oh man, I don't know what when I set it up or whatever. But um, <laughs> luckily, I found oh, this I one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's um. People get confused sometimes, but I've been working um with tax city in the background for like years now and um it's only i guess within the past couple of years they picked me up as their um i don't know if it's a sponsored player like the face of the field to represent tax city so then i officially became that tax city girl oh that's cool okay yeah. did you already have the uh the crisis one or the other instagram before that one yes oh okay yeah Gotcha. Well, it looks like you're into a bunch of stuff, which is really cool. Like cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm a hot mess. I'm like all over the place. <laughs> so sometimes it's even hard for me to like figure out which profile I'm on and what I'm posting here and there. Sure. Yeah. 
So you're into airsoft, you're into uh, cars or car wraps, designs, mm -hmm. designing, like all kind of stuff. Yep. Lots of fun stuff. <laughs> that's my, yeah. um, that's, I guess, my career or what I do mainly um, is design car wraps, oh. liveries and all that stuff. Hell yeah. Well, you are the one I need to talk to then. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We can do it um, across the, you don't have to be here. You know, I can design something for you. I can even get it printed for you, ship it over. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I have a 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee Ooh, and okay. the thing's a beast. I love it. You know, four wheel drive, whatever. But uh, we were talking about taking it to one of the Milsim events as a technical, but I want to get it wrapped. Because the paint job is shit, like it's it's old. Mm, the hood yeah. is tore up, and I was like, I don't I don't want to get it repainted. Uh, but I was looking into those wraps, and I want to get you know the trifecta logo uh, put on there. That'd be and, yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, right? Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I I have to look into that. That'd be. I couldn't find anywhere honestly, like online, where I could figure out. I guess I didn't know where to look. Yeah, I'm just looking up all this stuff, car wraps. And it was, uh, I guess I hit a dead end. I don't know. I just mm -hmm. got confused and stopped looking. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, your main resource is right here. I can help nice. answer all your questions. See, this is awesome. <laughs> now, how did you get into, uh, designing car wraps? Um, well, I'm just in general, a graphic designer. Um, mm -hmm. and I guess when I first started, getting into car wraps maybe like five years ago it's when i first got my um my gs and i wanted it wrapped so i um, reached out to a wrap shop they ghosted me i reached out to them um i guess like a, a month later i saw they posted up an ad for a designer so i'm like you know what i'm a graphic designer and i still want my car wrapped <laughs> and so so then they gave me attention and that's how i kind of got into the whole into the whole car wrap game and okay. it's been pretty fun ever since like you know designing car wraps for like all these um like exotics and supercars and all that yeah it's crazy so how does that uh like when you do you, how do you come up with a design are there some of them that you actually have to think of a design like they'll give yeah. you an idea and then you draw it out yeah so oh, okay. there's there's two types of clients there's ones that know exactly what they want and ones that have no idea. So you can come to me with like a, a basic design or like an idea, maybe some colors, some sample pictures and reference that will help me create something unique for the customer. Um, and then the other times they're just like, okay, I want something blue. You know, I want a stripe somewhere, make it happen. Like, okay, you got it. <laughs> And then you just send them like a proof or something like an email and then they're yeah. like, yep, okay, we're good. Yeah. So we'll work through um, a couple of proofs, uh, kind of make sure that we're on the same page. I mean, at the end of the day, it's what the client wants, not what I want. So I want to make sure. sure that they're happy. Um, and then from there, we go on to printing if necessary and then eventually wrapping. So when you send a proof, is it like, um, does it have like a model of, does it show where everything is on like a picture of a car or something yeah so the okay. the or thing sketch. with the um i guess the proof to the real thing is it's flat versus a 3d mm. car right a vehicle right. so um most of the 
edges is that's like the tricky part with um lining up lining it up and that's uh, uh pause on the wrapper at hand to kind of make sure that everything lines up and then i guess for me as a designer um i need to line up the graphic and the print as close as possible so I we gotcha. get it like the perfection right yeah you don't want uh something that's supposed to be right in the middle of the hood like just an inch off yeah Look exactly <laughs> you're like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> Yeah, now, when that goes on, when those wraps go on, if if it's messed up or whatever, does it pull off pretty easily? If it's a fresh install, yeah, it'll it'll pull off. Like, let's say we lay the the material and it's crooked, um, we can just take it right off. Mm. Now, in the case of let's say bad paint, that's where there's an issue because if you pull it off, uh -huh. even though it's a fresh wrap, you can pull off the paint. Right. So most of the time. You want to make sure, like you're saying, your paint job is bad before that you would wrap, happen to mine. <laughs> before you wrap, you definitely need to sand it down and make sure everything's smooth, and then oh, okay. wrap. There's no way we can wrap on top of the of a bad paint job. You'll see every every bump and crevice that currently exists. Oh in yeah, there. well that makes yeah. sense. You can't okay. hide. <laughs> I understand that. Well, I understand that because you know I do. Uh, uh, I flip houses, so I do drywall, mm -hmm. you know, all that, all that stuff. So when we mud drywall and we have to sand everything, like the tiniest thing, you'll think, oh, you won't see it. Uh, and then you slap some paint on there and it shows up like, you know, oh, look at me, <laughs> you know, like, oh shit, we got to sand it out again me. or, you know, fix it. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That would definitely happen to mine. Okay. Well, that's good to know because you know what happened to my, my hood is the, uh, the clear coat. So mm -hmm. when we got the Jeep, somebody had, or I guess the hood was messed up. They had it painted at a shitty shop that used cheap, you know, some mm -hmm. cheap. Yeah. So yeah. all the clear coats started bubbling up in the sun and the rain. Oh, and no. I'm talking like big bubbles where you could just pop, you know, pick it off with your finger. Yeah. So that's happened over the last couple of years with uh, the whole hood. I think there's like two corners left that have clear coat on it. So... The rest of it is just smooth. It's just and it's down only been to a couple years. <laughs> well, no, it's been a few. It's probably oh, okay. been about five years. Yeah, oh, it okay. was. <laughs> it's probably been about five years, but uh, it didn't take as long as I thought it would. Mm -hmm. To be honest, yeah, but, um, yeah. It's and then the sides are the sides aren't bad, but uh, yeah, the hood is. So yeah, you see the the X axis. That's the first to go, even with wrap like hood, roof, trunk. Mm. That's the first to go because that's under the sun. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's getting pounded with rain and <laughs> hail and whatever else. Oh, hail. Uh, <laughs> not used to that so much over here. <laughs> right. Now, you in, uh, are you in California? Yeah. Okay. You like it out there? Yeah. It's kind of the only place I've ever known, really. So. Yeah. You grew I'm up just there? I'm comfortable here. Yeah. Grew up here. Yeah. I've traveled here and there, but. You know, I don't really have that much of a comparison to say, oh, yeah, mm. I, I like the state much better than California or not. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. 
If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, it's hard to gauge something like if you've only visited or went on vacation somewhere. You know, yeah. most of the time it's you got to live there for at least a few months to uh, really know the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, you know, I spent uh, a few years, two or three years in uh, in California, in Southern California. I lived in, uh, I was stationed at Camp Pendleton. So I lived in oh. Oceanside, Vista, Fallbrook, um, had friends all around there, Riverside, you know, Bakersfield, shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I spent a little bit of time out there. I think that's but, a, those are the hotter, hotter areas. I think I'm in orange. I'm based in orange County. So okay. it's not, it's not as deserty over here, I right. guess. <laughs> well, where we were at too was, uh, we were not, it was nice because Camp Pendleton, the base I was on on Camp Pendleton was right on the beach. We actually had a military beach that we trained at, mm-hmm. you know, right across the I-5. And then, uh, but where we were at in Oceanside was there's the beach 10 minutes away. There's the desert 30 yeah. minutes away, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, we were, I used to go to Palm Springs all the time. Oh, that's fun. My buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, right outside of Palm Springs, that, that long highway, I don't know, this is back in 1991. So, okay. So, uh, I don't know if it's still like this, but, uh, two way highway or two lane highway, going into Palm Springs, you know, just outside of it. And there's this giant sand, like dune, sand hill, you know, mountain almost, like a cliff uh, on the right side as you're going into it. And on the left, it's all flat desert. But uh, there were they always had these uh, quads. People would go on the weekends and huh. try to go, you know, there's a big track. Yeah. You know, it was just worn out, whatever, from these guys going up with the big paddle wheels on them, uh, trying to get to the top of this uh, cliff or whatever. But we spent some time out there just hanging out in the desert during the day, riding dirt bikes. And then, okay. uh, and then at night we'd head into town and drink all night. And oh, that sounds like a fun time. <laughs> like a fun time go, go back out to the desert and pass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. The sand dunes are pretty fun. Have, did you get a chance to ride the, the quads or any ATVs and stuff like that? Not the quads. We had a, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy had a uh, Honda 125. Mm-hmm. This is uh, like an, a late 80s Honda 125. Big ass knobby tires on it. And we would just ride the uh, the sand dudes on the other side and let the guys, you know. Oh, okay. We'd okay. stand there and watch them. We'd go over and watch them, talk to them and stuff. But uh, no, I never got, a, got on a quad. Mm. I did like the dirt bike. It was great because the area, the sand where we were at was really soft. Mm-hmm. And there was no rocks in it. Um, so there was tufts of like foliage and, you know, whatever that desert grass and stuff is. Mm-hmm. But most of it was really soft sand. So we were, it was great because we could just try out a bunch of different things and yeah, not worry right? about, you know, breaking something. <laughs> so, you know, unless you get, you know, leg gets wrapped up in the, in the uh, yeah. bike. But uh, we'd go off and just, you know, if we're not going to make a landing, just push the bike off and land. And it was like landing in snow, you yeah. know. Just I a bet. lot hotter. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right, huh? Oh, that's yeah. also fun. It was fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, California was awesome. We uh, went to Venice Beach all the time. 
So have you, uh, so where have you gone to like Yosemite National Park or um, traveled around a little bit in California? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I haven't gone to those parks or like the outdoor stuff type in like, like a couple years, like actually a lot of years. Yeah. So don't know what it's like to be in tune with nature nowadays, but I do miss it. Um, I go on like an occasional hike nearby every yeah. once in five months. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been wanting to uh, actually plan a camping trip um, soon, maybe this summer to yeah. kind of just go out there. Um, okay. Just, you know, be one with nature, which I hate. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like to you don't like to get out there with all the uh, bugs. Well, California doesn't have too many bugs though. It's uh, it was really nice weather out there. You know, it was mm-hmm. hot in the sun. But you guys don't have like big mosquitoes and right. Mm, I not guess too bad? not. Yeah, it's not it's not as bad as you know going somewhere else. Yeah. I'm, like the first thing I'm thinking of is like Hawaii. Yeah, in gotcha. the tropical area, there's all these bugs, but. Yeah, I guess uh, compared to that, no, not really so much here. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in South Carolina for 15 years, and (laughs) it is uh, very humid, and we have bugs, like giant (laughs) bugs everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, no no thank you for me. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. Well, my granddaughter, she's she's three, okay? Uh She gets – we have a, a pool in the backyard. She'll go out there and she'll be like, I'm not, no, there's bugs. There's mm. bugs. Like there'll be this tiny little bug on the top of the water, you know? And she's like, no, I'm not going in. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Got to have the pool cleaned. Pristine. So what did you, uh, did you grow up in that area and then you went to high school around there? And, and then how did you get into um, graphic design? Is that something you liked in high school? Um, no, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like my whole path in life has just been random up to this point. Um, let's see. I didn't know what I wanted to do um, coming out of high school, like going into college. So I was like, okay, let me um, let me go to a JC, trying to figure out what I want, explore some different options. And... Um, you know, my Asian mom was like, hell no, you got to go to um, Cal State or UC. And I'm like, you know, I don't even know what I want to do. So she pretty much like, she pretty much forced me to pick a major. Yeah. The only thing that she knew and that I knew was that I kind of, kind of like art. So um, she made the suggestion of graphic design. I didn't really know what it was at the time, but I'm like, sure, sounds cool enough right yeah um and then i ended up going to her old school um fidm the fashion institute of design and merchandising oh wow so they have yeah they have more than just fashion there's like visual communications um interior design graphic design like a whole bunch of stuff um and they had a really good design program too so pretty much just closed my eyes went in there skipped the jc all together (laughs) And uh, yeah, here I am, loving it. Oh, thankfully. good. Well, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Real. That's cool. Well, this is the time to be in it right now. Graphic design. Oh yeah, definitely. There's so many tools available, and uh, it seems like if you're um, you have a little bit of talent, 
you can let, you know, really have a lot of tools to help that grow with, yeah. uh, with drawing and ideas and, oh, uh, like, what do I, like, somebody wants this? Hmm, let me look. You just do a quick search and just get tons of ideas. Like, you know, it's it's really helpful, I'm sure, Yeah. in that field. But that's good that you like it, though, because it sucks being stuck in a job that you hate. Oh, yeah. I definitely love my job. Like, I have no regrets, you know. And what's great about um, graphic design, you know, people just think I draw all day or whatever, but it's um, it's like it, it can branch out to so much more than that, you know, with the branding, um, website design, UX, UI, and then, you know, niches like, you know, car wrap design. Right. And now, what's setup, UX, you know? UI? Um, user experience and user interface. Oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much how... Um, uh, people navigate through a website and just making sure mm. everything is easy to access and all that. So will, uh, with that stuff, will a company that has like, or something that already has a website, uh, maybe they like the look of it, but they want your guys' help or your help with that. Like what you said, the UX UI. Yeah. Do so just kind of like fix it up to where it's easy to use user-friendly. Yeah. You can always, um, improve a website um and i guess the main thing nowadays is you want to make sure that your site is um, mobile friendly mm. uh, not just for the desktop so when it translates over to the cell phones and tablets um, it still looks nice and seamless yeah i had that issue when uh, i built our website <clears throat> a few years ago mm -hmm. and well i didn't build it i use wix and you know, they have pretty good tools, but I didn't like any of the templates. So I just, I was like, oh, fuck all those. I'm going to do it myself. And uh, I had the time at, at that time to do all this kind of research, whatever. But I didn't realize that it just went and port over like exactly how I made it on mm -hmm. the, you know, for PC or whatever to the mobile. So mm -hmm. then I saw this little icon up there because I'd pull it up on my phone. And I'm going, what the fuck? I didn't put that there. That doesn't go over here. Yeah. So I'm looking at I'm like looking at the design site, you know, that I'm the editing part that I'm on. And I look at and I see this little tiny icon for the mobile. I'm like, oh, shit. And I click on that. I'm like, oh, I got to do both of this. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It was it's like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it was definitely a process, a learning process, which mm -hmm. I still am, am horrible at. Okay. But anyway. I mean, at least you found it out, you know, now you can poke around and kind of figure things out from there. For sure. Yeah. So I guess you guys have, um, there's probably a lot of tools that are available to you guys that you, you know, learn how to use. Now, did you, did you have to learn web design, like coding? Um, uh, I don't know if it's that I have to, but hmm. I did a little bit. Oh, okay. So I have. Um, you know, knowledge in like HTML and uh, a little bit of CSS and all that stuff. Okay. Did you like that? No. Do you like the coding? Not really. Uh, um, I mean, coding is cool, you know, makes me feel like a hacker, but, uh, right. Yeah. That's not, um, <laughs> that's not where my passion lays, but I can do it. Like I am, um, managing a few websites for some companies right now i don't like it but i'll do it you know yeah. depends depends on you know if i want to pick up the job or not gotcha okay well that's really cool that you're really versatile with all those different things 
You know, Thank it's not you. just, yeah, it's good. And then, uh, like I said, and on your Instagram, you have uh, that car. Is that your car? The green and black the green one? one? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. That's my baby. Yeah. Is that wrapped? Yeah. So this, this was like the first time I experimented with like a, okay, well, not the first time. This is the first time for, for me. My car has gone through like four or five wraps already. But um, yeah, I wanted like a, a half um, satin, half gloss wrap. So that's what I did. Hmm. Then, um, yeah, so it's a, I, so I wrapped it green first, like everything green. And then the top half is um, print and cut graphics with the drips. Um, and then I had a friend help me 3D print the popsicle that's on top. Give it, put the whole, tie the whole theme together. Right. And it really made my vision come to life. My <laughs> nonsense of a vision. <laughs> hey, it's cool though. It looks awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you got some great pictures on on the uh, on your Instagram for uh, like around your car and mm -hmm. and some funny videos too. Actually, <laughs> I really yeah. like the one with the um, I forget what the uh, name the name of the cereal is, but you're you have some oh, kind of no, cereal like, on there. I was like, oh, don't dude. say it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Come on, it's so funny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I um, yeah, I had a period of time where I had these like food eating compilations why just because i like food Dang. um yeah i realize i don't think people like it that much so i don't do it as much but <laughs> if i feel like it if i eat a good meal like damn okay i'm gonna take a video and that's just right. how that's just how that comes about it's funny to me where uh some people that follow like other airsofters when they mm -hmm. look at their instagram like i've heard of, i've heard people t uh talk about this in the past where uh, they get, if, if they post anything besides Airsoft, like they get weird messages and people unfollow them and all this. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> like, what do they think, man? Do, that we just do Airsoft? Like, that's all we think about and that's all we yeah, do 24-7? Right? It's, it's mm -hmm. stupid. Yeah. Man. So that's why I try to post like a little bit of here and there, like different aspects of my life. But really, it's just whatever I feel like posting and... You know, if it if the unfollows come with it, then you know, so be it. Right. Okay, well, it. the one uh, post you posted recently, you said, uh, I think you asked a question: Should I drink coffee first or check my hate mail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those like, are hit oh. or miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you always gotta. I've said this a few times on our podcasts already. Uh, when people talk about getting hate or, you know, haters, like mm -hmm. you got to love your haters because they give you the most attention, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I have a few people that come back and send me the occasional DM once a month just to, just to shit on me for some reason. Like, okay, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, how did you get into uh, Airsoft? Did you, find, you know, have a friend or siblings or whatever that got you into it boyfriend that was another accident as well because i was supposed to go paintballing the first day i went airsofting um let's see that was like what over 10 years ago maybe like 2010 12 years ago wow. um yeah we were supposed to go paintball so we went um i was with i think my ex at the time 
Ew. But anyway, so we went to um, <laughs> his cousin's house to go pick up the paintball guns. But I guess they were, he didn't have any, and they were actually airsoft guns. I don't know how you get that confused, but okay. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's like, okay, let's go airsofting. And I'm like, what's that? Oh, pretty much it's the same as paintball. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, so we went, I think we went to um, Hollywood Sports Park for mm. the first uh, for the first time. By the time we figured out how to rent the mask, and okay, he had one gun, first of all. So everyone else <laughs> had to get their own gun. Um, oh, shit. So we got the rentals, um, got the BBs, and then... We're just standing there, and then I hear some people, like some regulars, saying something about like, "Oh, let's go get our gun chronoed." And I'm like, "Oh shit, are we supposed to? Are we supposed to do something? Like, when does the game start? I don't, you know, we don't know what to do. I guess I don't know. I guess nobody played, so we were all just lost. Um, yeah, so we finally made it onto the field for like one game, and I remember like running into this this corner house and like all the BBs were raining down on me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, am I dead? <laughs> but I don't know if I was dead or not. I think I stayed in. Um, but yeah, after that, like, it just became kind of a rush. I think I got hit the next round, and I'm like, oh, oh, this is this is kind of cool. Like, Adrenaline. let me go at it <laughs> next round. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, it was an accident again. And actually, I'm so glad that I got into Airsoft instead of Paintball. Not to hate on paintball. I still want yeah. to give it a shot. And after like 10, 12 years, I still haven't tried paintball yet because I yeah. guess I'm hooked on airsoft. It's, you know, there, I mean, that's what I played. I played paintball for uh -huh. years. And, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very similar. Um, and I have not been to a field and actually played airsoft. Uh, a lot of people don't know that when they talk to me on here. Oh, you mean like even as of today? As of today, I've oh. never played airsoft. Wild, okay. And I run an airsoft podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, listen. That's uh, I I kind of like a uh, last year when I first started talking with people. Um, I was a little self conscious about that to be honest because these podcasts I didn't have a plan for it. These these were spontaneous, like most th most things in my life to be honest, except for going in the Marine Corps. That's all I knew when I was twelve years old. I'm like. I want to be a Marine. That's it. And, uh, after that, I'm like, I don't know, fucking figure it out, you know? So I started a YouTube channel because two of my sons who are, you know, they're in their, all my kids are in their twenties and, uh, they got with their friend. They started playing like three years ago. I'm like, Hey, let me film, film your stuff. Uh, I was coming out of being paralyzed for a couple of years. So, uh, I needed something to do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how the channel started. Well, then when these guys got busy, uh, we stopped making videos. I was like, hey, I need something to do for the channel. Uh, I can talk to people. So, hey, let me record it. And it was, I didn't know. I'm just like, hey, what's up, dude? You know? Oh, you got a new you know, piece of gear or something? Uh, show it to me. You know? And that's how the podcast started. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a plan. Uh, and then I was like, well, shit, man. There's a lot of people on here. Like, I had a couple people on that they were excited about being on it was their first time ever being on a podcast and i'm like listen bro this is not like professional okay i don't know what i'm doing i don't even know how to talk right okay so they're like no it's cool i want to be on a podcast i'm like all right so it kind of just grew from there to be honest um so it's funny because i have a lot of podcasts that i've done in the last year 
and somebody that knew that I'm talking with, you know, they'll start talking or, Hey, did you go play last weekend? No, I haven't played. They're like, <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah. I never played airsoft. And they're like, am I in the right spot? Like, is this an airsoft podcast? I had this girl the other day. Uh, I asked her and her, uh, boyfriend or partner, or whatever to, uh, be on the podcast. She's from Austria, but she's living in California right now. And she said, uh, well, something about, I don't, I'm not going to feel comfortable because I don't know a lot about airsoft. And I said, I don't either. I've never played. <laughs> she was like all these question marks. And then like, why are you, then why are you doing a podcast? I'm like, it's a long story, but just, you know, if you want to be on, go ahead. But, uh, anyway, so it is, it's funny, you know, I play paintball, but they're very similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I've, I've shot the guns, all these airsoft guns. Uh, we, I fixed them, took part gear, you know, gearboxes and stuff like that. But, uh, all we've done is reviews. So oh, okay. these guys played, they would film or I would, you know, I went to the, a mill sim with them just a couple months ago and as a press, you know, press pass. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but so I've just handled these weapons in, in the backyard. So we go out here and shoot them, set up targets and shoot whatever. And, um, but I haven't been on the field and played, but as far as the paintball stuff goes, it's really just the only difference really is the, what you're shooting out of the end. You know, mm -hmm. especially if you play in like speed QB or, you know, it's really similar to speedball. Yeah. That's what so, I figure. Yeah. Less mess. Yeah. Less mess. <laughs> yeah. For I sure. think, the, I think the mess is kind of the fun part or that's what I always kind of assumed was the, like, I would enjoy that, you know, I loved it. But, I'm going to tell you what I loved. And I was just talking with somebody else the other day about this. The, uh, the fact that in paintball, not calling your hits is not a thing. Like it's not, it's a non-issue. It was never talked about. That was all the years in paintball. We never had this issue. Like, you know, people saying, Oh, you, people need to call their hits. Like that never came up in paintball. Cause is it, you, because, is it because you guys are more honest or it's, you just shoot until they get out? No. Cause you see it because okay. this paint, this paint splatter. Now, some of the stuff you see on, uh, you know, ESPN three or whatever, you know, these speedball matches and stuff, it's hard to tell from the camera, but in real life, uh, you can see these paint splatter, you know, on the, on your uniform, even those guys that wear the real colorful uniforms and stuff for their teams. Um, which we didn't, you know, we weren't, I wasn't part of a team or nothing. We played for six, seven years, whatever. And we just, it was all pickup games. Okay. Uh, with me and my buddies. But, um, and sometimes we'd go to a speedball field and sometimes we'd just play in the woods. But uh, you cannot not call your hit. Like the paint yeah. hits you, it goes, you know, it's all over here. And it's just smeared all over your shirt or pants mm -hmm. or your mask or the back of your head. Like you, you try to wipe it off. I mean, it's just smearing everywhere. Like it's really difficult to wipe it off. Uh, and we'd wipe them off in between matches. Mm -hmm. So you take a wet you know, rag and just scrub oh. it off really quick. So you go out, but you cannot really not call your hit. It was yeah. not a thing. Uh, it just, everyone sees it. So mm -hmm. it wasn't an issue. And when I first started watching these guys and then, uh, started the YouTube channel, I'd see like, uh, Jonathan that runs, uh, Airsoftology, the YouTube mm -hmm. channel. His thing is at the end of every video, you know, just remember, call your freaking hits, you know? And I'm like, 
what's he talking about? Like I had no clue. I was totally ignorant to all this shit. So, right. um, but anyway, so that's, that's a big difference. A, that's definitely a thing in, in airsoft. hundred <laughs> percent. Big time. Yeah. 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 Cause if you don't have tracers or something, it's very difficult to see. I mean, even with tracers, like even if you see it, you know, yeah. if the ref doesn't see it or if you don't want to call it, then you just have to keep shooting at the person. Yeah. I think the other difference too with paintball is if somebody got hit in their back, like if they had a uh, like a chest rig type of thing or something they were carrying, something in their you know in their back, you know the the rig they have that carries the um, all their hoppers of balls, oh, you know, paints, yeah. all that paint. If they get hit like that, the you know paintballs are a lot heavier than a, a BB, obviously. So you feel kind of like a a thud, you know. Yeah. Even if it's hit your gear, whereas in airsoft where you're wearing all this stuff, I think sometimes if you get hit in a pack or your chest rig or a belt or something like that, you may not feel it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. that. That's why you just keep shooting until they call it. And then they're like, cheater, you're overshooting. Uh, yeah, I hear that a lot, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, do you play uh, mostly indoors? Yes, I hate okay. the outdoors. Oh, yeah, that's right. We went over that. My bad. Yeah. I mean, the outdoors is still fun every once in a while. Like, if my friends want to go and, like, let's make a day out of it. Like, okay, I guess, sure. But I yeah. prefer indoor fields and um, more CQB. Gotcha. You like the uh, fast-paced running yeah. and sliding and... Yeah. I was, um... Yeah, no. Definitely. Um, And then I was excited when... um. Speed QB came about and kind of like the competitive aspect of airsoft hmm. with there. Um, and that was really fun to be a part of as well. Have you played on in like tournaments and stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, yeah. what's your what position do you like to run? Wild. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Running wild. I, really, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't really. Um, let me see. I'm only yeah. asking. I honestly don't know all the positions. Yeah. I've only talked the last handful of people I've talked with do uh, speed QB, and they're on you know they do tournaments and stuff, and mm -hmm. they're telling me things. And they're like, yeah, you know, like the snake, or you run up here and you crawl over here. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck you just said, but it sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. For me, I. It just depends on who I I'm playing with because I don't really have okay. like a team anymore. Um. Yeah, I watch the right. That's about it. Gotcha. Um, depends. I guess sometimes I'll either run up or I'll stay in the back and cover. But yeah, um, I haven't played. I haven't played part of the speed QB tournaments um, for a while. I I okay. did more so the the KWA fight nights, like the one on one stuff. Hmm. Yeah, that was different. One on one. It's still, yeah, it's still fast oh, paced cool. and it's it's fun. Um, okay. Yeah, I got farther than I thought I would. So I is that so? Is it like a single elimination or double elimination with those? Um, like how do you get uh, to the end? I mean, obviously you have to win all mall, you know, win all of them. But I think it. I think it was just single elimination. I can't remember. They changed hmm. the rules between like all the fight nights. I did like four of them, five, four or five of them. I think. That's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really fast-paced, I, I would imagine, mm -hmm. unless, you know, 
if you, I guess if you know a good spot or something, you can hang out. Yeah. Well, you have to kind of watch, you have to know who you're going up against and mm. know or predict kind of what they're going to do, where they're going to go. Um, and so that you can, you know, win. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't like if for those like one-on-ones, I can't be a back player because I have to, it's just me and I have right. to go and go and get the guy, you know? Yeah. You run with a pistol or I prefer rifle? Pistol. I prefer pistol. Okay. But I I have yeah. both. I have like my stubby M4 um polar star. It's really oh, nice. small. Almost like a pistol, might as well. Might yeah. as well be. Okay. Did you uh did you build that yourself or um I built it with a friend like I don't know, five, six years ago. And I just run the same. Like I've been running the same setup for like the past five, six years. Yeah. Um, I I within the past like two years maybe. Um, I tried out the new the flared um mag adapter, so my pistol mm. can run M4 mags. Gotcha. That's a game changer for sure. Because now I have now I can go crazy with a pistol. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm better with a pistol, but I hate having to reload. Right. So it went from regular mags to extended mags, and now like a whole M4 mag. Like I'll take it. Running with for a pistol sure. every game. That was uh, when one of our friends. He's been in a couple of videos of ours actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, who lives close? He uh, he brought over. He tapped his. Um, uh crap the fucking the pistol that's really popular right now or the last Wait. this past year a a p o one yeah so we tapped I haven't got a chance to try that one either <laughs> have you have you fired one of those no they're really nice because I the heard. blowback is just the bolt in the back it's mm-hmm. really it, it's really cool but um so we we actually did a review on it because he brought it over he's like hey you guys want to try this out I was like yeah so he brought it over and I didn't know what you know, tapped uh-huh. whatever it was. So he puts his mag and I'm like, what the, f- what is, you can put an M4 mag and he's like, yeah, I switched. I did this and I did that. I'm like, holy shit. Cause he runs HPA as well. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Especially, you know, on full, cause it has full auto and it shoots really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, it was, uh, it was fun to experience that. Definitely different, but it's really yeah. cool. It comes in handy on the field cause you don't have to reload as much you don't have to regas if you're running hpa right yeah yeah the green gas i can't stand them uh even when it's warm out here we if we only have one or two mags and we're doing a review on mm-hmm. these pistols we'll empty it because we'll, we'll run a couple mags through it just to you know test it out before we start filming you know whatever make sure it feeds right and all the shit and then uh run it out Re, you know, fill it up, run it out, fill it up, and then it, it's like it won't shoot. I'm like, what the fuck? This thing's like frozen, you know? And it's yeah. 80 degrees out. I'm like, dude, this thing sucks. <laughs> what is going on with this? Yeah, with the green gas, it's... Um, I used to love green gas. Like, I used to run it all the time. Uh, but my O-rings always get destroyed. And if you don't... If you don't... If you gas it up, I guess, too fast, or you don't do it in little spurts, then... You know, the thing freezes and this and that. Yeah, a lot of problems. HPA is better, yeah, in my opinion. Sure. I agree. I agree. Well, I've talked on here before, too, with a few people like, 
coming out of paintball, I was wondering why they didn't just port over uh, the paintball setup to Airsoft. Like, why make all these gears and all this shit? I understand a little more now, uh, you know, with, um, you know, paintball you're shooting, there's short matches, you know, a lot mm-hmm. less time of shooting. Uh, so you can run on a tank. It's no big deal. Uh, these mill sims, these guys go to, they're shooting, you know, especially if you're like a, you know, a LMG or a support gunner, yeah. it's just full lot of, you know, all day, all day, all day. So, uh, the batteries are way more efficient than the air mm-hmm. for long, you know, long-term shooting, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I do milsim games, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the two that I do, um, I prefer to run AEG out there. And then yeah. you have your your gas sidearm, but still it's like the AEG that you want to bring. So you don't have to lug around too much because you have to lug out all the mags and everything. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then you got your tank. Now the one, uh, the buddy I was talking about, he he takes, you know, he he runs HPA. He's got an M4 style. Uh, he runs the HPA, and he's got the tank in his backpack and stuff. And he's got a pretty good setup to where the the hose is not in the way or whatever, you know. But um, still, and he runs really light, so he doesn't carry a lot of stuff. Like the okay. the tank is like the biggest thing he carries on his back. Everything mm-hmm. else is really streamlined, you know. So. But I've seen guys out there at these mill sims that are like, like a fucking packing like a mule, you know, like tons of shit on their back. I'm like, bro, you ain't making it that far because you ain't even in shape. <laughs> yeah, that's. I see people carry like all this stuff, and I I think that's why mill sim kind of just seems overwhelming to me. Mm. Again, I'll only go if um I have like a group of friends that are that are gonna go, and it's like okay, I'll go to just like for the experience or just to make yeah. a day or a weekend out of it. But if it's just by myself, I'd rather just go to a CQB field, just run yeah. some quick games. Gotcha. Well, it's air conditioned too. Mm. And you're not in direct sunlight. Oh, mm? yeah, it's true. not yeah. air conditioned. No, not always. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, okay. It's pretty hot and stuffy too, but yeah, you're not under the sun. You can, after, you could leave the field and kind of take a break in like the yeah. resting area where it's less people running around and breathing. Kind right. of right, <laughs> like dude, close your mouth, your hot ass breath. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure it gets real uh, stuffy in there too. You know, it's like mm-hmm. pack fifty people in a enclosed area with no ventilation. You know, yeah. And plus, it's like the fields are small too, but right. it's fun. Yeah, the one we went to—I uh, made a video on it actually. I went uh, with these guys and you know filmed or whatever. This is a couple of years ago. It was uh, Airsoft Columbia. It's it's about an hour and a half from where we live, mm-hmm. and indoor, really small, but it's the same way. You know, it was, we were there. Now we were there at night, and it was you know it cooled off, so it was a lot better. Yeah. Then, and you know, yeah, because they'd prop the door open. Yeah, so you get like the fresh air and all that. Right, and it was, yeah, it was, so it wasn't bad. Okay. Yeah. A lot of the uh, people I've talked with that prefer the speed QB, like the indoor stuff, mm-hmm. that's one of the first things they say is, yeah, I went to a couple of mill stands. It's too fucking hot. Like this, uh, a couple of people I talked to in uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. you know, and it, they get the same weather we get, hot and humid, and they're like, mm-mm. 
No, I, I went back to speak QB. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because I feel like if, like, um, most people are like predominantly one or the other. It yeah. seems weird that you're going to do Milsom and then go back to speed QB. But hey. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, I, I guess it's everyone's taste, you know? It's kind of mm -hmm. like you, like, uh, you like the fast paced, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas I think Milsim, <clears throat> I think majority of Milsim players, I think they enjoy more than just the Milsim part, you know, which is fun too, you know, military aspect or whatever. I think it's, they really enjoy how much gear you have to mm -hmm. kind of like get together like you know and it, it's always like a fashion show <clears throat> so they're like man look at this new plate carrier i got you know this thing's badass you know and look at all that you know i think it's like there's so much stuff you can kind of customize mm -hmm. and uh and especially now with uh, games like escape from tarkov mm -hmm. that have like real life items you know yeah that are in the game or whatever, you know, you can just look it up and say like, Oh yeah, I want to get one of these, man. I played with it in Tarkov. I want to look <laughs> like that on the field. You know, I think that's a big aspect of it, to be honest. And, uh, yeah. but I like, I like both. I mean, as far as like watching, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess I played army in the Marine Corps. So <laughs> I, I already know the, tactical stuff i've been in the mm -hmm. woods for whatever you know training and stuff so mm -hmm. uh we were shooting blanks but it was uh you know same kind of training so i'm, I'm familiar with that and then paintball obviously you know is just uh, a lot of the speed stuff yeah but i i like both too but uh yeah i think you're right there's so many people that are just one mm -hmm. like no nah, i'm just gonna do this <laughs> speedball yeah. speed speed qb Yes, BD all day. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty slow, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for well, most of them, like, <clears throat> like the last most of them I went to, uh, well, I, like, you have to get a radio. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know all these things. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's basic. Like, everyone has a radio, everyone has a headset. And I'm like, okay, let me just go shopping real quick to get, like, the basics of what I need, right? Oh, jeez. And, there's so much, um, I guess, or not so much, but there's more tactics involved, mm -hmm. which is what I feel is the enjoyable part of Milsim for some yeah. people. Not for me, because I just want to, I just want to run around and shoot people. Right. But yeah, so I think that's that's where for me I'm, I'm more just like, just run and gun, spray and pray instead of like taking my time to plan things out and yeah. which way to go and all that. Yeah. As soon as I hear the whistle, I just I just run somewhere. I just hope <laughs> I don't die. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's fun too, you know. Yeah. I guess I'm surprised that you've been playing for that long. Because mm. you look very young. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I guess I followed this, your the uh, Drop Dead drizzle one you know more than the other one and mm -hmm. uh i didn't you know see how far back or whatever you know or when you started mm -hmm. and uh you know that's a long time to be in or you know in that sport you've seen yeah. a lot of changes like you said oh, yeah. you know the green gas and the whatever like a lot of different oh, things have happened what was the what was the thing that came out uh in the last 
I guess, five years or ten years, whatever, that you've been playing that you were the most excited about? Um, Was it HPA? I think so. I can't, my timeline's kind of like muddy, but I think that's, or at least that's the time that I got into HPA was around that time, um, you know, Polarstar had like their fusion engines and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I didn't want to try it. Honestly, I don't, I'm scared of change. Um, (laughs) But I was like, fuck it. Let's just, why not try something new? And good thing I did because it's so much easier and like better for me. Um, Yeah. It's just easier, easier to manage and it's more fun as well. um, In my opinion. Uh, That, and I also like that now, Compared to uh, when I first started playing, there's a lot of there's a lot more females out on the field, which is really mm-hmm. cool to see. Um, and then other than that, just more crazy builds coming out from nowhere. Like the guns don't even look like guns sometimes. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. cool. I love it. it I love all the weird stuff. I do too. Uh, there's there's a lot of people that like cosplay. You know, that are airsoft players and stuff. And they, I've seen, a, I've, I've talked with a few of them that uh, in the UK where they actually wear some of those out or part of those, you know, items to the field to play. And, uh, and they're like, yeah, I get hate for it. I'm like, why? Like, that would be fun. You know, like, yeah. just who cares? <laughs> Honestly, I feel know? like, I feel like airsoft should be fun and you could just be able to like wear what you want. Like, right. You know, have whatever weird gun you want with whatever weird paint jobs on there. And it's just, I don't know, it's just to go out there and have a good time. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's actually one of the things I miss about um, Airsoft back in the day versus now mm. is that I feel like it was more fun back then. And now it's like, now it's more of a fashion show and now it's more of like, everybody's com- like competitive. Yeah. Um, not to say that I don't like the, like, competitive side of airsoft but it's just sometimes i just want to go out there and have fun and i just feel like i have to compete off my ass or something you know i can't mm. just go run around and act a fool yeah so what do you think uh has has made that change you think it's been social media or how people are brought into airsoft from the beginning or i just think um just because there's new things coming about like um you know with the whole speed qb thing yeah. now there's more um milsim type games there's just more more people involved to creating new things and new tournaments and competitions which is great because all in odds growing the sport of airsoft so mm-hmm. you know yeah that's true keep growing yeah i think when uh when i was playing paintball it was like we didn't I don't remember us having this like conversation about the difference between playing like in the woods or playing speedball. Like mm-hmm. everyone would just be like, Hey, you want to go play paintball? Yeah, we're going to play paintball. Like that was it. Like, and then we get to the, wherever we're going, Hey, we're going to meet up at my buddy's house. Okay. And then they have a woods behind their house. So we're playing in the woods. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. Like it was just, it, we didn't really have this, uh, we kind of bounced around. Like we just mm-hmm. did a whatever, you know, and we just called it paintball. We didn't have this, Oh, we got to go play speedball today, you know? And then, uh, no, we're going to play in the woods. We're going to call it whatever. We didn't even yeah. call it anything. We just called it paintball. Like, Hey, we're going to play. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's uh maybe it's cause there's more people involved now. 
Maybe. In Airsoft, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so they, they split up the... That or maybe I'm just getting old because it's like... I used to oh, go shit. like... I used to go like every week, once or twice a week, like every week religiously. Damn. So. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and it's just for fun and like who cares like what happens? I don't know. It's just all for fun. So yeah. now it's like more so like if I come out, like I'm going to come out to compete. So less less public games. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, you know, that's part of growing with a sport, I guess, or with a hobby, you know, kind of get into a different area and more involved and whatever. But now do you ever just, uh, have you played a pickup game like recently? Just like, hey, uh, like you go to a different field, nobody knows you and you just, hey, you just call that one friend, like, don't tell anybody. Let's just go and play with some rentals, okay? Yeah, no. I've been I've been wanting to do that. Um it's just the fields that don't know me are outdoor fields. So I'm oh, like, uh, right. do I really want to go there? <laughs> um right. but I have like I have thought about it. Um I'm just trying to get someone to go. You, m- mostly my brother, you know, um cuz okay. he's the one that I um I got him into airsoft too, and so that's we formed our little team nice. um, back in the day. Uh, and yeah, just whenever whenever I'm like we're out on the field, it's just always so fun. Um, we had, I think we did like a few um, private parties where it's just like us and our friends and stuff, and like and those are fun too because it's just nothing but yeah. good times. You don't need to worry about you know trying to like uphold some sort of standard or whatever mm-hmm. you know like you don't have to be the best you just run around and just do whatever yeah have fun that's cool yeah yeah that can be well it, it, when something gets to be like work and it yeah. kind of sucks yeah it, it, you know it's i think uh airsoft or sam i did a mm-hmm. podcast with her and she was saying uh you know she said, because we were talking about getting sponsored, right? Mm-hmm. Like Airsoft getting sponsored. She said, I think a lot of people have, or she knows, you know, most people have this really misconception about uh, a sponsored Airsofter, you know? They think that, you know, you're getting all this stuff, you could just do whatever, and all you got to do is play, you know, a couple games here and there, whatever, you know, or make a YouTube video or whatever. <laughs> And uh, she's like, that's not how it is all the time, you know? But I think sometimes it's, uh, if you, I think a lot of people work towards that because they love the, they love playing. They love playing like, oh, and I would love to have a free gun or whatever. I'd love to get a sponsorship, you know? And then, or maybe they just want the bragging rights, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they go, uh, then they do that. And it's like, uh well, I don't really feel like playing this weekend. No, no, you got to go play. Like, this is the event. Okay. You got to, you got to, you got to go. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, um, with like this sport, you need to have the passion for it. Yeah. Um, and you know, then it won't seem like a chore. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it helps too to whatever company you get sponsored with or have that, you know, relationship with, that it's uh, that it's on a good level, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a good, 
good combination. Yeah, definitely. I saw on your Instagram, you have a lot of, um, you have the beacon thing or whatever, where you have all these different sites and stuff mm -hmm. listed. So you have uh, some sponsorship stuff and then you have some, the car wrap thing, which now I know why you have the car wrap thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have all those different items on there. You're involved in a lot of things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just my life, I guess. So, um, yeah, what airsoft, cars, design, shooting. Right. Real guns. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just saw that clip you put on. You went to an outdoor range or a gun range. Oh uh, yeah, the one time I have to go outside for real guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been. Maybe I've been doing like uh, three gun competitions for a year now. I don't want to say oh, like shit. I'm doing it religiously for a year. I started oh, cool, a year yeah. ago, um, and then the 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 most recent one that I'm trying out is um, USPSA. So that's like pistol mm. only. It mm -hmm. looks like I'm running a rifle, but it's like um AR9 or a yeah. PCC. So gotcha. It's a nine millimeter, still considered a pistol. Right. Um, and then I. It's it's faster paced than three gun and definitely less um, expensive. So really, yeah. So that's why I'm giving that a shot right now and it's fun. So I'm gonna probably do that one a little bit more now um, before I do three gun again. How did you get involved oh, in the in those? Um, like the three gun and all that. Well, I've been into real guns for a while now. Um, I just, I just never wanted, or I just never built my own guns. So recently mm. I, I built my PCC with, um, Titan ballistics and the guys nice. there were super nice. Um, and so they helped me create this fucking baller build, um, <laughs> got me in, like, helped me with the three gun belt setup. They just freaking threw me into three gun. Okay. <laughs> um, and I had a blast. I didn't get last place. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was all like super fun for me, like everything. And it's very addicting too. Hmm. And very expensive. So expensive gotta, because you have to have all those types of guns and ammo. Mostly ammo. You only need to buy the gun uh, once, but the right. ammo. Yeah. You blow through that in like a minute. It's like hundreds. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I'm hurting just thinking about it right now, <laughs> but it's fun. It's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, after uh, like six months or so after we started the, uh, the airsoft channel, we started a YouTube channel for real steel. Cause all mm -hmm. me and my sons, you know, we all have guns and sh go to the ra outdoor range stuff, shoot. And we were like, yeah, that'd be cool. Let's, you know, do that and film it and whatever. So we went like three times. We'll go through, and there's four of us mm -hmm. and we're shooting ARs, pistols, shotguns, like, AK-47, like all this shit, and like a sniper rifle, kind of like the older uh, bolt-action rifles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll go through like 500 rounds, like water, like, like no nothing. big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're like, oh, that one's empty again? Oh, that one's empty again? Well, fucking who's reloading? Let's go. We're like, we're almost out of ammo. Shit. And then, and then as ammo prices started getting higher, we're like, okay, we're going to shut this channel down. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we're yeah. not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah, airsoft's definitely much cheaper than a real gun. For real. 
Well, yeah. that's why I told these guys they wanted to keep practicing their uh, their draws, their uh, you know, with the pistol, their reloads, shit like that. And I was like, uh, airsoft in the backyard, perfect. Okay, cheap as hell, and you can still kind of get the same muscle memory and all that kind yeah. of shit with it. It's not yeah, the same you still, weight, you know. Uh huh. You can still practice with the real gun, just unloaded. You can practice right. your draws, your reloads. Reloads, yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, the good thing about airsoft too is, uh, you know, if you drop your mag in mud or like if it's raining out here and they, or it's been raining, they mm -hmm. drop it in the mud. They're like, eh, whatever, you know, because they have so many different ones. But the, yeah, uh, yeah, it's they can do a lot of that stuff. But yeah, we shut that channel down really quickly because of <laughs> of that. But you know, the nine mil rounds, if that's what you're shooting, mm -hmm. that is a lot cheaper, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, with um, with three gun, there's the nine mil, the five five six, the twelve gauge. Yep. <laughs> right. Fun, but fun. <laughs> now, how did you get into real steel guns? Um, so I have no idea. That's even longer than airsoft. I yeah. I just I I like guns. Um, but as I just don't know anybody that shot really mm -hmm. it's always just like a random friend that wanted to go shooting so it's like okay sure like a random friend here and there so now it's like i think i found i found my thing which is like the competitions um yeah and what's cool or for me is like it's not really that maybe because i'm not like the best yet um yet like i don't want to <laughs> nice. it's not like a a competition between me and other people it's more me versus myself to see right. if i can improve um from one competition to the next mm -hmm. uh see if i get better um and i and i see like i have recordings so i kind of watch like where i'm stumbling what i need to work on and yeah hopefully i, I get better I get faster it's a it's right. about accuracy and, and speed so um i think my accuracy is pretty good it's just my speed. I guess I really am slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're. I mean, you're doing something to work on it, though. That's good. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Now, how did you get into uh, like modeling? You do modeling, or oh. just on your on your own? Know. Like, like I don't know, I'm like a fake model. I don't know. Um, well, you got some really good pictures on your thing where uh, it looks professional. It looks, you know, they're really Thanks. done well. Yeah. So I got into it at first. Um, I guess the whole modeling thing with um, Chris and Crytac. So they um, they wanted me for a photo shoot for like their vectors. Um, oh shit! So I'm like, okay. So who's gonna teach me how to model? But okay, <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, and they were like, saying no, like, just stand there and hold this gun. Yeah, so pretty much that's kind of how it started, and then, yeah. but because I play airsoft and because I know how to shoot, it was they said it was natural. Like the pictures looked like I knew how to handle a gun instead mm -hmm. of you know a girl just holding the gun. Right. So um, most of the shots were usable, and then it ended up in their catalog, and <sighs> everywhere else. So it's pretty that cool. That is cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, the ones I was, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't think I've seen those. I'll have oh, to check okay. out. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check out the Crytek. Well, I was talking about like, um, 
I guess if you know if you just scroll through your Instagram, <clears throat> the uh, the ones by your car and mm. that kind of stuff, like they're you know there's they're good pictures. Yeah, those are just for for funsies. Yeah. Um, okay. I should try to promote the car stuff a little bit more, but I I think. <sighs> Right now, it's like, okay, guns or cars, guns or cars. <laughs> I'm, like, playing a little bit more with guns right now. But I'll have my, yeah. I have my, like, I go in waves where it's like, okay, this month is, like, guns, and then the next month is, like, I go to all these car meets. Then I'll be back on the airsoft thing, competing. So it's yeah. just, again, all over the place. I hear you. Well, that's, yeah. you know, I think that's pretty common. You mm -hmm. know, most people, you know, just... uh I'm I'm like that too. I'm into this and I'm like all in for yeah, you're a few all months. In. And then I'm I start getting a little bored when I get I can't, I can't stand being bored. So if I get a little bored, I'm like uh next <laughs> you know whatever the next thing is. So uh I think that's fairly common, you know, with people that well, especially you know airsofters that uh they're always getting new gear. Like mm -hmm. oh no, I don't like that one. Nope. Oh yeah. Getting this one, you know. Oh yeah. Have you seen those uh, Rogue Custom pistols? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, those are dope. Dude, really good. Those are awesome, and the masks. Mm -hmm. I need oh, to yeah. talk to that guy because I saw uh, they have um, Little Miss Airsoft went to SS Airsoft down by Atlanta. It's mm -hmm. not far from where we're at. But uh, and a handful of people have been there, and they were posting um, some of the. I guess the guy, you know, Rogue Customs was there, and he made some specialty masks uh, for their event or whatever their 12 year anniversary, and uh, they looked dope as hell. But then, I mean, they sold out like five like minutes, that, right? you know, yeah. yeah, like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. But uh, and then I think uh, a couple of people I've talked with recently, I think Spooky Airsoft. I think she has a custom painted gun from him as well. I'm not sure it's her, but there are a few people that I've talked with that have, you know, the uh, high kappas that are mm -hmm. custom like that. Yeah, those are super cool. And what pistol do you run? High kappa, five one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Been, yeah, I've been running those for a while now, but. Hasn't failed me yet. Well, actually, it's failed me a lot of times. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, you're lucky. <laughs> no, I'm actually very unlucky. It usually works perfectly until I get to the field, and then uh, it just falls apart. That's Murphy's Law. That's like everyone in Airsoft ever. Yeah. I don't like, know dude, why. I tested it at home. It was yeah. fine. I drove an hour to the field. And it's fucked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's funny. But it is what it is. It's part of the whole game of it, I I think, you know? Right. Yeah. Always chasing chasing that next thing. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, uh, Crisis, and uh, it has been really nice to meet you. I yeah. am... Thank you. I am really glad that you overcame your shyness to be on here. Yeah. Let's just not talk about the handle that I had to pound before this. <laughs> oh, <kidding>. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you did wonderful. It's, uh, well, I was really excited when you sent me the message back saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to, I got, I need to get over the shyness anyway. I was like, yes, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here I am. I made it. We did it. Yeah, you did good. 
So uh, where can people find you on online? Um, so my main channel, I guess, is Instagram, Drop Dead Drizzle. Um, I have my old Airsoft videos up. Uh, I think my YouTube channel is like Slender Airsoft OC. Haven't uploaded in a hot minute, so don't get too excited. But there's like <laughs> some of my gameplay. You can see the way I run around everywhere. Not really going in with a plan, but it's all just for fun. So fuck yeah. it. Good. Okay. Well, I'll tag those in the video. And uh, I really appreciate you being on here. Thanks. It was yeah, fun. We'll have to, yeah, good. I'm glad. We can do it again next time. I'm down. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later. It was good to see you. All right. You as well. All right. Bye-bye.